How is everybody doing? This is the Teamwork Makes the Dream Work podcast, and we're super excited that you are on here listening to us uh, today. We got uh, Jaybird out there in Bethpage, Tennessee. Hey, hey, hey. We got Big G out there in Cookville, Tennessee. Yep, yep. And I am in Nashville, Tennessee. Producer Stevie is not on here with us uh, tonight. Uh, he's out there in Tulsa. He's got some things going on, but we are super excited that you have uh, decided to to listen to our podcast. Um, and so we got some cool things we're going to talk about tonight. But Jaybird, how was uh, how was uh, church today? Yeah, it's a great service. I always love this time of the year when the theme is revolves around Christmas and Christmas messages, Christmas songs. So I loved it. Pastor Tommy at TDF brought us a good word today. So. Church was great here in uh, Nashville. Yeah. G, um, how was church for you? And, and if you're listening on here, we are recording a few days before this comes out, but how was church for you, G? Uh, it was good. We usually are, you know, traveling, but Amber was sick this week, uh, this weekend, so she had an infection. So we got to go to a church that we've never been to here in Cookville. Uh, it was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. And if you guys are, are listening on here and this is your first time or you've been listening to us for, for a while now, you've been uh, keeping up with our podcast, G just moved from Clarksville to Cookville. And so um, how are you liking the, the new the new setup out there? Uh, I actually like Cookville a lot. It's, uh, it's fairly quiet, but it's still got – it's still busy enough and has, you know, everything you need close by. So it's, it's really nice, uh, kind of a little farther up in the mountains here east of nashville it's it's nice i really like it yeah you kind of got that that hometown feel uh so that's good and so i got off a little uh, i got off track a little bit but we're gonna go right into what we always uh start out with and that is a verse a thought for uh this episode and so jaber why don't you take it away for us yeah i had on my mind today isaiah 9 6 uh and the bible says for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And I thought, man, Jesus is a lot of things to a lot of people. Uh, but whatever you need, he can he can fill that void in your life. You know, he's called Wonderful. He does everything well. He's called Counselor. Man, when we don't know what to do, when we don't know where to turn, we can turn to him. He's called the Mighty God. Man, there's nothing too big that we face that we can't hand over to him. Uh, The everlasting father, you know, uh, the prince of peace in a world of turmoil. Man, it's it's good to know we can find peace uh, in Jesus. And so that that verse kind of sparked in my mind today. And it's a Christmas verse. Uh, And so that's what I had for verse of the week. Yeah, I love that. That's uh, that's good. Today at, at our church service. They kind of mention um, a few of those names, and what's really really comforting to me is is what you kind of highlighted there is counselor. Uh, like we can go to Jesus and, and we can talk to him, and and he'll comfort us. Um, he may not give us uh, the answer that we're we're wanting to hear at that time, or um, or what we're we're wanting to for him to to do in our lives, but he is a counselor and and he's there to guide us and help us along the way. So yeah, good thought. G, you got anything to add to that? Uh, yeah, a church at the service we were at, they kind of, they didn't really talk about, you know, you know, that, 
that same thought, but he kind of, the pastor, I think he's going through the next few weeks. He's had a few different words, you know, like peace, joy, love, faith, and hope. And today he yeah. spoke on faith and, and it was kind of different look at it, but he brought a few, uh, a few folks on stage that had been through, uh, in abortions that had either been a part of it, or, um, there was one, one gentleman that was, you know, a part of an abortion. Um, and then the other few were ladies that had have, had had abortions. Um, and basically he kind of tied that in, you know, that they had some faith to, to get up there and tell their story and share their story about how the Lord turned their life around and how they found forgiveness and freedom and how it takes faith to, you know, share that story with others. Um, you know, and it, and I was kind of thinking, you know, how does that tie into Christmas? You know, what, what does that mean? But, uh, it was kind of cool to tie in how, you know, they had had abortions and had faith to share the story, but how the Lord used a baby, you know, he kind of tied in how special a baby can be and giving them a chance and how special, you know, Jesus was to us to, that, that God, the father would send him, you know, in the form of man as a child to come and save the world. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. I've, um, I bet that was that was interesting and that was probably impactful while you're sitting there listening to that, huh? Yeah, yeah. It was it was different, like I said, but it was really good. Yeah, yeah. That's uh that's neat. Um that's cool how, how those people, like you said, were uh were sharing, you know, their story um and, and sharing what they've been through. <clears throat> so I, I like that. I like that. Um, if you're listening to this, this is your first time, or like I mentioned earlier, if you've been keeping up with our podcast. Um, we have been um, in this this season, December, we have kicked off teamwork missions. We have kicked off uh, four outreach events during December. So we, we have four weeks in December. And so we're going to do an outreach event every week in December. It's Christmas season. We want to help people. We want to give people a hand up. Uh, our motto is doing good in Jesus's name. And so with everything we do, we want to do it well, and we want to do it for uh, the glory of Christ. And so our first outreach event of December, the first week, we are actually doing tomorrow uh, night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow's Monday, um, the 6th, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right, guys? Correct. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the 6th. Tomorrow's the, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're tomorrow's, recording on Sunday night, yeah. Yeah, we're recording here on Sunday, and this will come out on Tuesday, but tomorrow is Monday. And so we get to do uh, something that we are all super excited about, is we get to go over uh, to a ministry that we partner with a, a good bit. And this this ministry, they are called Rest Stop Ministries. And what they do is they rescue women um, and, and girls out of the sex trafficking industry. They, they pull them out and then they put them through their program there um, uh, at their property, at their, their campus. Um, and so Rest Stop Ministries, they do, they do a good work. Um, it's not always uh, the, the prettiest. They get down and, and they, they uh, love up on these, these women. And these girls that have been through a lot, um, they have they have tough stories, um, but they they help them get through what what they've been through in their past. And um, they have counselors there. They have a, a staff that works with these girls, um, and it, it's just heartbreaking. And so we get to go over there. Um, G on here. If you guys have been listening to to uh, uh, this podcast, you know that him and his wife they travel and sing. They have a um, a Southern Gospel uh, group that sings in churches every weekend. And a lot of times, how many, how many weeks do you guys, you guys travel a year, G? Uh, you know, the past couple of years has been a little bit different, but 
I think before COVID, they were doing uh, close to 250 dates a year. Uh, yeah. Probably yeah, only two to three weeks, maybe a month throughout the whole year that we get off. Yes. And so they travel a lot. They are, they have a great group. Uh, their songs are awesome. Um, but we're taking G and his wife over to, to Rest Stop Ministries, their property. And they are going to put on a mini Christmas concert. And so we are super excited about this. Not only are we uh, taking G and, and his wife to, to do this Christmas concert, we're also going to share a, a Devo. A sh- uh, we're going to share a, a thought for the night, um, a, a Christmas little Devo. Um, and then we're also going to do uh, maybe a, a few little little crafts with them, um, doing, doing some painting ornaments or, or something like that. Uh, we're taking a bunch of coffee over there, a bunch of cookies and brownies and, and some food and just have a good time with them and hang out with them. Um, and just hopefully it'll be a good night. And so, gee, why don't you share some songs? You got a playlist for us. I, I've asked you this a couple of times the past couple uh, recordings and you told me you're still working on it. So you got us a playlist yet? Yeah, we got a few songs, you know, a few Christmas songs and we got a few, uh, you know, depending on the, how everything rolls in the time frame that we get and, just how the how the uh, how the night goes or the evening goes with the ladies, yeah. We got a few just like traditional Christmas songs, you know, like "Joy to the World" or "Silent Night," and I think we're gonna do "Oh Come All You Faithful." And then we got a few just regular worship songs, you know, like "How Great Is Our God." And, and Amber's gonna, you know, like I said, she's been sick this past week, but she's feeling she's feeling a little bit better and got a little bit of her voice back. She's lost she lost her voice, but she's gonna sing a song or two that the group you know, has sung and play the piano if we can get it worked out. Got a few hiccups, but we're going to work it out. What? Uh, grandma got run over by a reindeer, didn't make the cut list? And uh, gram- Grandma's uh, sitting in the living room there. She's still around. <laughs> grandma ran over the reindeer. Yeah, the reindeer ran away from Grandma. Song. Yeah. <laughs> and, we cut, and we cut Santa Baby, too, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so it, it's going to be a good night. We're super excited. Um, and so we're, we're praying that the, the Lord uh, just uses us to be an encouragement. It is the Christmas season, and so we just want to show light. We want to shine light, um, and we want to, to point back to Jesus because that is what uh, us as Christians, uh, that's, the whole, that's the whole point of Christmas, right? That's uh, to, give, to give worship to, to Jesus Christ um, and just to celebrate his coming to this earth. And so we're super excited about that. But we got uh, three other outreach events as well going on this this Christmas season. That is going to be our first outreach event of December, our first one. It's, it's going to be the kickoff. And we're doing three other things as well. Jaybird, what's some other stuff we're doing? Why don't you, uh, why don't you take, take that and t- tell us uh, some things we're, we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. We're also partnering with the Nashville Mission. They currently have 30 kids in their program. Basically, the mothers are in the program at the mission, and the kids, of course, are with mom. And so those 30 kids and the single mothers, we're going to provide them a Christmas meal, a Christmas gift, and do a Christmas activity. So it's going to be a blast. We're going to put a smile on the face of those kids uh, who honestly don't have a lot to smile about. They're not going to get much for Christmas. Uh, we are thankful for the mission that, that kind of meets a lot of their needs that they have. But we get to take those kids to the Gaylord uh, in Nashville, uh, the Gaylord Hotel, which always 
decorates like top notch this time of the year. They have like a life size stop kind of nativity scene. They have all the Christmas lights and the bells and the whistle, but they also have some cool activities. Uh, and we plan on taking those kids like uh, snow tubing down the ramps and, and slides that they have there at the Gaylord. So we're going to have a big time with them. Uh, we've partnered mm -hmm. with a, a local restaurant. We're going to do a pizza thing afterwards. And so we're just looking to have a good time and to, to shine again, shine the light of Jesus to those kids who otherwise wouldn't have a, a great Christmas. Um, and along with that, along with all the fun, we get to share the Christmas story with them. And so always want to share Jesus in all of our outreach events. And so we're looking forward to that. That is going to be a great time. Yeah. And so, like he said, uh, we get to partner with the, the Nashville uh, Children's Mission. We're super excited. We've done some stuff with them in the past. Um, and, and it's always a good time. It's sad uh, that these children have to go through uh, these hard times and difficulties. And if we're being honest, these children did not put themselves in, in this situation. Um, and, and most, and, and most all of the, the cases. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to get to love up on them. Like Jaybird said, we're going to take them snow tubing at the Gaylord Opryland Hotel. We're going to uh, have a Christmas pizza party with them. And then we're going to tell them, uh, about Jesus. We're going to share the, the, uh, I think what was the, the talk Jaybird? We're going to take them over to that nativity scene, hopefully, and share the Christmas story with them. That's exactly right. Uh, I mentioned what a great nativity scene they have there at the Gaylord, and it's all lit up. Uh, it draws a crowd. And so we're going to take those kids over there and, and right in front of that nativity scene, share with them just the basic Christmas story of how Jesus came to this earth to, to redeem us. Yeah. And so we're super excited about that. That's another outreach event we're doing. Um, and then another one uh, that we're doing as well. So that's two. Uh, a third one we're doing is um, each year we always make Christmas dinners, turkey, ham, green beans, mashed potatoes, yammies, all the fixings. We throw them in uh, some to-go boxes. We make some, some hot coffee and then we take them out and we pass them out to homeless people in our uh, town in our city all around us. So we're going to do that all around Nashville this Christmas season. And so uh, we always we always enjoy doing this. Um, we'll get G and Jaybird and the whole staff will get Debbie over there and, and we will uh, cook up this, this Christmas dinner and we're going to get some volunteers as well. And then we're going to go hit the streets, uh, hand out these Christmas dinners. And we always, no matter what, we will uh, try to pray with all the individuals that we come in uh, contact with. We'll try to give them a Bible if they'll take it. Uh, that's that's so important to us. And then we will give them that Christmas dinner and with a homeless pack um, with some essentials that will help them out. Uh, soaps, um, some uh, different things like that in that pack, some snacks as well. And so we're super excited about that. We always love uh, doing that. We always love hearing people's story. It's, it's sad sometimes to hear uh, somebody on the street, their story of, of where they were at one point and then one bad decision or uh, a, a loss of a job and, and they're in the situation. And so it's easy to drive by somebody on the street, holding a sign, asking for help, and, and just kind of think to ourselves, man, go get a job. But that's not always the case. And so um, we like giving a people hand up. Uh, sometimes people can't help the situation they, they get into, they find themselves in. And so uh, we just hope the Lord uh, will use us and, and bless somebody when we do our outreach Christmas dinner uh, day. And so we're super excited about that. 
Um, and then the fourth outreach event we are doing is um, our first responder give back. Teamwork Missions, we appreciate all of our first responders, uh, the police force, the fire uh, men and women, uh, the healthcare workers. Who, who else am I missing, guys? Um, military. I guess, would that be under first responders, Jaybird? <laughs> oh, yeah, ab- absolutely. Our military, our veterans, uh, our teachers, those folks that are on the front line dealing with things. And, and like Caleb said, we like to uh, show our appreciation. We do outreach events throughout the year to, to these groups, and, and we call those events Serving Those That Serve. Uh, but here during the holidays, we like to pick, uh, pick one and kind of hone in on it. We've done uh, police stations and fire stations and, and all these things in the past. And again, just to kind of this time of the year is, is just a wonderful time to give back and say thank you. Yeah. And so this this year, um, we're going to be uh, taking some stuff to a few fire stations, telling them we appreciate what they do, um, them laying their life on the line every time they go into work. And just think about this. Um, if you have off on Christmas this year, or you have off Christmas Eve, uh, think about the the first responders that are on call or the first responders that are on duty working so you and your family can have a good Christmas. Yeah. And let, so that's what... Let me throw in right there, Caleb. If, if you're in the Nashville area and you remember back to last Christmas, what happened? Man, yeah. the, the bombing downtown, a guy blew up an RV. And, and of course, uh, the police were right there. The first responders were right there to, to try to keep everyone safe. But that's exactly right. While we're at home, uh, you better believe there's folks out keeping us safe. And, and so thankful for that. Yeah. And so uh, just keep that in mind this this Christmas. Uh, maybe that's something you can be thankful for. You can thank the Lord for uh, when you lay your head down Christmas Eve or Christmas night. Hey, Lord, thank you for our first responders and, and thank you for um, the sacrifices they, they make. So, you know, we can have a, a good Christmas with our family. And so those are our four outreach events that we're super pumped about. We're excited about tomorrow. Um, but like we said, if you want to give towards uh, one of these outreach events, if you want to just give uh, to Teamwork Missions and we can put it to one of these outreach events, please do. Um, your contributions, your donations, what you give, uh, I can promise you they all go towards outreach events like this. And so uh, your donation can make an impact. Um, for a child, for a woman that's, um, you know, in this this ministry, Red Stop Ministries, uh, a first responder, it, it can impact um, so many lives. And so we appreciate uh, the ones that have given in the past, and we appreciate um, you if you're considering giving. I promise you, uh, you can be confident in where your donation is going. We yeah, put all of our funds towards ministry, don't we? Yeah, yeah. And let me throw in right there, Kay, if you're like, man, that sounds great. I'd like to give. I'd like to help out. I'd like to to give towards one of these outreach events. Check out our website, teamworkmissions.com. If you scroll to the bottom of any page on our website, you'll see a donate button. You can click that and donate and put a little note. Uh, if you got a specific outreach that you'd like those funds to go to, whatever you put in there, uh, that's where those funds will go. Uh, if you leave that area blank, then those funds will go to the next outreach event we have coming up. So uh, everything we do and, and, and kind of, I wanted to, while you were speaking there, Kay, I thought, you know, the first responders, the give backs, everything we do, we also throw in the gospel. So you, we'll share a gospel message, thought, devotion, verse, scripture, every time we do one of these events. So it's not just like a, uh, you know, like a, a social thing or, or just a, a, 
a thing to make people feel good. We include the gospel and scripture uh, in everything we do. So as we present some of this, this food and some of the, the time we go out to share, uh, that includes sharing the gospel. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no matter what we do, we always point it back to Jesus because that is the reason we do what we do. Um, and so uh, for outreach events, if you want to give, uh, we would appreciate that. And kind of uh, our, our thought, our title uh, for all these outreach events is a December to remember. And so we want to make this a December to remember. We want to impact lives for the better, and we want to tell people about Jesus. And so, yeah, we're super pumped. Pray about uh, that for us. Keep us in your prayers as we move through uh, December. And so now, boys, we're going to move on. Um, let's talk about some sports. G, give me some updates on some sports. What's been going on? What's happened in the past week or two? Who won some uh, some of the championships throughout the conferences? Uh, talk to me a little bit about some football. Yeah, well, college football is really the only sport kind of getting in the hot, heating up right now. I know it's nearing the end, but this is when everybody kind of gets involved and gets heated. Yeah. Uh, the committee, you know, you guys saw the committee's got their four teams. You know, Alabama Ooh. beat Georgia pretty Pretty good. So they they slid themselves back up to the first that first seed, that number one spot. And Michigan somehow found Ooh. themselves in the second seed. Uh, I think I think I read somewhere they said that uh, Michigan's the first team to make the playoffs that started the season uh, unranked. Mm. Uh, yeah. So since the since the playoffs has been going, Michigan's the first team to do that. Uh, and then Georgia, you know, fell to the three spot, losing Alabama. Ooh. And then for the first time in the playoffs, you know, history of the playoffs, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, a non-Power 5 team, you know, made the made the playoffs. Fourth hey, spot, go Bearcats. Go Bearcats. Cincinnati. Yeah, rooting for the underdogs, I guess. It was, it's been a – this the end of the season has just been crazy. It's just – I can't wrap my head around it. And it makes me mad. Yeah. yeah. The fighting hardballs, I tell you. Uh, I, I guess they were due as an Ohio State fan – you never want to lose to that team up north. Uh, but we've had a 10-year stranglehold on those guys. And, and we kind of flexed a little. I lost our grip. And, man, they put the pounding on us. Uh, yeah, but uh, why did you go for two? Because you couldn't go for three. I would have loved to make it 11 years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, you can't make excuses because we made a lot of mistakes. But that was about the hardest environment any team could play in. I mean. It was an away game, first of all, a big rivalry, and the snow just never stopped pouring, and the noise, yeah. I mean, the crowd was all in it, and, you know, having yeah. won in 10 years, I mean, it was, I mean, well, it, I, it, was, I don't it, see, it was tough from the beginning. Well, the people, everybody kept saying that Harbaugh was going to keep his job no matter what. I just don't see it. If they would have lost to us again, I don't know how Michigan could have kept them. I really don't. They have one... The one job for that that coach is to beat Ohio State, and the one job for Ohio State coach uh, is to beat Michigan. Like, that's the one job. Me and G were talking about after the game that uh, I think he said this, but I feel the exact same. I would rather lose every game except that one all year. 
go yeah, go I mean, one one in ten or whatever it is. Yeah, one in ten. Well, as long as we beat Michigan. I don't know if a lot of people realize Harbaugh was on the, the the very hot seat last year. I mean, they almost let him go after Ohio State put it on him, and he rene- renegotiated his contract. And usually, when you hear contract renegotiation. Uh, the person gets a raise or gets a bonus or, or kind of benefits from renegotiating. But Harbaugh actually renegotiated and took a 50% cut in his contract so that they wouldn't fire him. They released all his assistant coaches and he brought on new guys. Uh, and so with that, uh, even though we lost this game, personally, Harbaugh took a hit this last season in his paycheck. But uh, again, hats off to him. He, he figured out a way to do it, uh, and hopefully, this is just uh, you know, if, if we can if we can win ten in a row before losing to them every time, I, I guess we're still in a good spot as Buckeye fans. I'll never say hats off to that man. And second off, we should have just caught out for COVID. I think. Yeah, that's what they did to us the, the year before. Yeah, that's what they did last year. Should have caught out for COVID. Yeah, but. Well, the Rose Bowl, too, you know, you got your four playoff teams, but the Rose Bowl kind of set, too. The Buckeyes made the Rose Bowl. And I, uh, who is it? You, you guys said Utah? Is that who it is? Utah, yeah. yeah. Utah. The, the Utes. The Utes. They, yeah. uh, they played a pretty good game against Oregon there near the end of the season a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and then they just beat Oregon again. Was so that it, back-to-back weeks? They played Oregon was it like – back-to-back weeks? I don't know, but they just played them in, in the uh, – what is it, the Pac-12? Um, it, it, there wasn't but a week – a week between, if it wasn't back to back. Yeah, because they beat they beat them two times, I think. Right? It was close. Or am yeah. I wrong? I mean, it was, it was I, two I'm close not, games back to back. Yeah, I, I'm not even sure. Some of those uh, championship games can include a team that you've already played. So I don't know if it's back to back or or what. But yeah. Huh. Let's well, rag on Notre Dame for a second, man. Get those guys out of here. Boot them. Scoot boot. They don't even play no game at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> they don't, man. I mean, and they yeah. just, they just like, they beat sorry teams. You know, they w- lose one game throughout the year, beat sorry teams, end up in the top five or six. Everybody thinks they're going to be good the next year, and they stink. Now, let me say this. Uh, of course, the SEC, I think, kind of has somewhat of an ego problem. They they always think they're that every team is the best in the SEC. And one of the teams that, that I can don't, tolerate. Don't they, have kinda, Vander- don't they have Vanderbilt? Don't they have Vanderbilt in their in their uh, in their conference? Yeah, they're thinking in about Missouri. Getting, they're thinking about getting football <laughs> down at Vandy. I'm I'm not sure when that's going to start. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I somewhat liked LSU. I like Coach O. Uh, but those days are over. Now that they got Kelly as coach, that guy, number one, you, you see him on the sideline. I I don't think he knows any English words except foul language. Uh, that guy's got <laughs> highest blood pressure, world record highest blood pressure. Him and Kurt Angle. <laughs> ah, yes, I, I cannot root for Brian Kelly. I just cannot do it. So I hate that because LSU was a team that that I kind of liked. But uh, yeah, you guys well, want to hear, hear my favorite quote from Coach O of all time? Oh, uh, I, I can only guess what it is. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Go Tigers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So And I so, quote verbatim, word for word. Yeah. So, okay, Jaybird, me and Jaybird were talking earlier about uh, football. And, uh, gee, you might have been there. But we were talking, and, and Jaybird said that they were giving 
they were busting uh, his his chops a little bit because he was uh, in front of the the school at LSU there in their gymnasium, and he somehow just turned on this uh, Cajun accent. He had he had this little twang <laughs> while he was talking out of nowhere, and you so can't, they were kind of giving it to him. That's on one the- that's one accent you can't fake. It's either what? real or it's not. You can't fake that. I mean, well, Jaybird, didn't you say that he was trying to fake it? Oh man, he tried his best. His best wasn't very good, but he tried his best. But boy, he took heat. I, I loved College Game Day. Reese Davis kind of give it to him, and some of the other sports shows were on radio and on TV were, were giving it to him. You know, what a phony! What a phony that guy is. Ah. Scrub. Did he say let's go Tigers? Because then that would have just sealed the deal right there. I, I don't remember hearing that, but uh, he definitely is no coach O. Uh, in, no. coach, in coaching or in speaking. <laughs> or in body build. Yeah, that's true. That's coach true. O looked like the man had leather skin. Yeah, he, he's an alligator, part alligator. That's an alligator skin. I feel like yeah. coach, O's, coach O's body was one large callus. And and Brian Kelly is just an uncalloused, soft, lotioned man. Yeah, I would agree with he's that. He's a blister. <laughs> yeah, he's an open wound, a sore. <laughs> okay, yeah. we better move. We better move on, boys. Um. Yeah. Well, since we talked a little bit about football, uh, the, an upside for Ohio State is that we beat uh, Duke the other night, and they were ranked number one in, in basketball. basketball. Yeah. 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 And yeah. So, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, that's about. something, I guess. Had a couple tough yeah. losses. Lose to Florida at the buzzer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who'd we, who else? Who'd oh, we? Xavier beat us by like a couple buckets. But Xavier's always solid. They always make the, the tournament. Is I, that I, where our coach came from? Or am I wrong? Uh, no, he came from... Uh, where did he come from, Dad? Uh, he came from one of those shooting schools. One of the three-point schools. Yeah. Did for that school? Yeah, something like that. Was it Butler? I, I don't remember for sure. Yeah, Butler, Butler. It yeah. might have been Butler. I think. It yeah, was he Butler. brought he brought Kyle Young with him from Butler. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I do like that tournament. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of is at the beginning of every uh, college basketball season where they do the the Big Ten versus the ACC. That uh, oh, yeah. that, that always produces Big some Ten great matchups. Them. Yeah, good matchups. Well, in years past, the Big Ten has gotten hammered, but uh, here recently. Man, the Big Ten can can you know lay claim to having as good or the best conference in college basketball. Yeah, I think uh, if I if the other day when I was watching, um, the Big Ten was up like seven to three or something or eight to three. Yeah, um, I don't I don't know how that kind of ended. The I think it's called the ACC Big Ten Challenge. I'm not sure how it ended, but yeah. I was excited that Ohio State beat Duke at least. For sure. Is there any other? It, what are some other ranks? Um, uh, Big Ten schools per, in Purdue, basketball. Purdue's got a great squad this season. Yeah, Purdue's like Ten number two now. or three or something like that, ain't they? Yeah, yeah, they're up there. Hmm. They they had a lot of returning players, uh, but they do they shoot a high percentage. They they got an outside game and some inside presence, so. Yeah, Purdue's going to have a good season. Yeah, kind of back well, to uh, back to hammering <laughs> uh, uh, Kelly there at LSU. Dick Vitale. If you know, if you like college basketball, you, you like Dick Vitale. He's just part of the fabric of it. 
but he hammered. He hammered Brian Kelly as well. And uh, the Oklahoma coach that left for USC. He talked about loyalty and different things, but uh, he is not a big fan of those guys right now. Yeah, that's another hot hot uh, topic that ha- happened in sports. Um, him going to USC, and I don't think I think he's kind of overrated. I don't think he's he's anything too special. Uh, the the Oklahoma coach, well, I guess the USC coach now. Well, he kind of rode the 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 Big Twelve weakness. Oklahoma was they were okay, and then just everybody else in the Big Twelve was yeah, and so. They make the playoffs, and so everybody makes a big deal of it. And he's, he's like the youngest college coach or something, so it was like a big deal. Yeah, it's pretty is good. It, on, it's Lincoln Riley, right? Yeah, yeah, Lincoln yeah, Riley. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good on college game day uh, Saturday that just passed. Um, of course, Oklahoma announced and, and were preparing to, to move to the SEC. Uh, but anyway, they were interviewing Riley on, on game day and the crowd in the background were just shouting him down, yelling SEC, SEC, you know, of course he's going out to the Pac-12 and so they were putting it on him. Um, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's getting out of there while they can still win some, you know what? some games. Yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't put that together. That's why he's getting out of there. Yeah, he wants to go out to the, the Pac-12, Pac-10, Pac-10, Pac-12. Or they stink. <laughs> it's he just wants to have a, a good. It's a different brand of ball, that's for sure. Yeah, he wants. To, he just wants to have a good coaching career, as far as his his record goes as a coach, and he, so he's going to go out there to USC, where they can just run and gun, and there's no defense, and they just yeah score yeah, as many pack- points as as they can, and everybody else stinks. All right, yeah, we, it's the Pac-12. We, we better put a wrap on the sports coverage for the week, and maybe move towards. Uh, our next item. I think this is more of just ragging people instead of sports coverage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we better move on then. Okay, so our next uh, thought we're going to look at, we always like to have fun on here. If you've been listening, you know that. And so uh, G's about to uh, tell us a little, about, a little bit about what we are about to do, a little game we're going to play here. Now, it was pretty similar to the the draft, other drafts things. We we, we the, like having the drafts. Yeah, yes. yeah, with like the the sports and the the food and the movies and stuff like that. So we're gonna kind of take turns, go back and forth, and pick uh, what we think is is or our favorite, the best or our favorite, you know, Christmas song and Christmas movie. So we'll uh, who's starting? Is Dad starting? Jaybird. Jaybird's up. Yeah. So wait, kind of break it down. I think what we're doing is. We each – so we do a snake draft. So Jaybird's going to go first, I'm second, and G is last. And so at the first – the first um, – What are we going to do first? first movie category, song? Let's, let's go, go song. Movie. The first category <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go movie. The first category is movie. And so Jaybird is going to pick his favorite movie. We know why Jaybird wants to pick Christmas uh, movie, movie first. Favorite Christmas Anyone movie. Jaber, you're not even gonna let us finish the the the, uh, the rules. I am all in. <laughs> okay, Silence. so this is what we're gonna do. J- the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. The glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy. 
All right, Jaybird. We All got right, what you. So we got what you. I, I think I got my thought across there. The the greatest Christmas uh, TV show. I, I don't know if it falls into movie category. Is a Charlie Brown Christmas. So Jaybird went first, and so we're gonna pick that, movies. Did, did we did we make the decision that that's a that's a that's a movie? Yeah, I think it'll work. Okay, I, I think I I don't I say I guess it'll work. That's yeah, no, I got Jaybird. no issue. I like I like I like Charlie Brown. Yeah, that's yeah. the so that's his Christmas movie he's going with. So let's try to finish the rules first, Jaybird. Stop playing that stuff over there because I can still hear it. <laughs> the rules. We're picking a Christmas movie first. Good grief. And then I'm watching. Garrett is going to go last on the Christmas movie. And then since he's going last, he gets to go first on the Christmas song. And then we'll go back. Uh, I'll go for a Christmas song. And Jaybird will go for a Christmas song. And so Jaybird has already picked his Christmas movie. And so it's my turn now. And there's only one great Christmas movie. It's at the top of the list. I know everybody thinks that uh, a certain little kid in a couple movies – Lost from Home is the best Christmas movie ever, but it's not. It's actually The Santa Claus with Scott Calvin. So that is my choice. Scott Calvin. Scott Calvin. <laughs> Greatest Christmas movie. Of all time. Exactly. Clydesdale. Hot fudge with that. <laughs> yeah. I like Caesar yeah, salad. Big I have been stung a by a bee. bee, just like Scott Calvin has. A big, it's a, a big, big bee. bee. A big bee. Yeah. <laughs> Does this look like a long way to you? I shave in the morning, and by 5 o'clock, I look like this. <laughs> One of my favorite parts is his facial expressions get me. He goes back to that little girl's house that he told he, he's lactose intolerant, and he starts drinking that soy milk. Yeah. <laughs> you said you were lactose intolerant. I did say that, didn't I? All right, so I'm going with Santa Claus, the first one. With he's Scott still Allen. uh, Tim Allen still posts your pictures every year where he's got a little beard on, and he says, "Every time, every year, this time of year comes around, I get a little stubble." <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's funny. Uh, another good scene is at the end when they're coming in and doing the arm movements. You know what I'm talking about? I know Charlie. G knows. <laughs> <laughs> the mama yelling out at, at the nighttime. <laughs> Neil. I think I like Neil. Yeah, I'm, Neil. I'm a doctor. Let me so let me get on a uh, so a, a, little, a little sidetrack <laughs> right here. Uh the everybody knows in that movie that the head elf there is called Bernard. Well, I got a little story to go with that. <laughs> I have actually been talked into doing Santa Claus at several elementary schools in the past and and we'll go in and kind of give out some gifts. You share oh, a little no. bit of you don't of look Christmas anything story. like Santa. But back to Bernard, I always take an he's, assistant he's with Santa's me. Santa's clone from Santa Claus <laughs> Three, and, and my <laughs> assistant is also named Bernard, aka Hammertoe, aka <laughs> Caleb. And Jingle so Bells we got an here. elf costume that when I do Santa, Caleb comes with me as my elf Bernard. Uh, but we were in front of a, a, a like a school audience, uh, classes, teachers, whatever, one time. And I kind of put it on Bernard. Uh, they put it on me and asked me to sing, which I'm not a singer, but I sang a couple Christmas carols. <laughs> and then I put it on Bernard and said, dance for us, Bernard. And so in front of the school, the teacher staff. Student, he was jingle belling. <laughs> I was jingle belling. Bernard put on a dance. So uh, Well, the bad thing was the teachers were cheering me on. <laughs> Ted, you gotta tell him about 
about the little kid. You're that well, jolly no, no, fat I, I, guy. I'll tell him about the kid. Let me set the stage for you. So we go into this school, and first off, we go walking in, and the teachers are more excited to see Santa and Bernard than the kids. And so we walk in, and they got a chair for Santa. It's this teeny little rocking chair. It looks like they pulled out a K5 room. And they have Santa. Dad was sitting on a toothpick. <laughs> they asked him to sit down in that. And he looks at me and said, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> well, he squeezes in there. That thing was creaking and crevicing. And yeah. Just I, put squeaking. That, I put that chair into early retirement. He made it into a, one of the like, little kid rocking horses. He sat, but, in a, he sat in a chair and it got up a splinter. Yeah. Well, anyways, he got up there and they said, Santa's going to sing some songs with you kids. And so dad looks at me and oh, it, it was just, it was funny. It was a good time. And so since he, he had the spotlight put on him, he made uh, Bernard dance with the jingle bells on his toes. And there's a little kid, what G was talking about, there's a little kid <laughs> sitting out in the, I guess, you know, the little spot they had for him, all the kids sitting in rows. And he kept saying, you're the jolly fat guy. You're the jolly fat guy. And so <laughs> Jay Bird finally said, yeah, I'm the, I'm the jolly fat guy. <laughs> you're the jolly fat guy. Hey, you're that fat guy. <laughs> that kid was also wearing, that kid was also wearing, wearing a Roman Reigns uh, WWE t-shirt. <laughs> he was yeah. going to give you the flying forehead punch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. All right, G, it's your turn to pick a movie. We got off track. All right, well, you know, since Dad got Charlie Brown, you got Santa Claus. I, I, I love Santa Claus. Uh, I'm going to have to go with, with Home Alone. Yeah, you, hey, hey. I mean, you can't go wrong with Home you Alone. Can't go wrong, I mean, yeah. Santa, Santa Claus and Home Alone is neck and neck for the best. That's true. I would agree with that. Um, but something that I differ with on people is that I really um, – think the second one is the best is jaybird playing music again or is that g hey bird's back there playing the home alone intro hey you can't go wrong. you can't go wrong with that either someone put I, that guy on a leash I think, I think more people like the second one than the first one but i like the first one and and what 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 makes the difference for me is when marv comes through the window and he just he doesn't step in the house he stomps and just never even notices the Christmas glass Christmas ornaments on the ground. It just that's, stomps on them barefoot. That's what gets me. Those those two burglars have to be. They, they can't be think like they they're not thinking. Like it's the most not only does he step on burglars. the yeah, not only does he stomp on the bulbs. What about the nail? Uh-oh. He steps right on the nail, right in the middle of his. Foot. I have to look away about, every every time he's about to make that step. I have to look away. What about when he pops his head through the doggy door and says, and, and, and uh, Kevin says, hello. He shoots him, he shoots him with a staple gun right between the legs. Yeah. Yeah. Just, oh, my yeah. gosh. I'm going to kill that kid. <laughs> We're the wet bandits. And then at the end of the movie, he says, at the end, they say, Hey, we can we can check back on these guys to all the houses they left the water running on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're the sticky bandits now. Get it right, we're the sticky bandits. I okay. think he likes me. I think you're up for your choice. 
No, G's up for the Chris uh, the Christmas song. Now we're about to transfer to the oh, Christmas yeah, I got song. The song. G, take us to the Christmas song. I don't know how popular this is. I think it's pretty popular, you know. But my favorite Christmas song is 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 the Christmas song. Can you sing oh, that yeah, for yeah. us? Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yeah, it's what's his name? It's uh, Big yeah. Crosby. Nat King, Nat no, King no, no, Cole. Nat King. Nat King, Nat King Cole. Cole. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Nat yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nat yeah King that's. Cole. I mean, that's that's one of the greatest. That's up. That's probably top two for sure. Um, yeah, that's a good one. You can't go wrong there, and it's called it's called the Christmas song, right? Ding, yeah, ding, yeah. Ding, I mean, ding, it, ding. It, it, it's the Christmas song. Yeah, it is the Christmas song. Um, I, I guess you would see when it comes to songs. Uh, we should have made this a little bit clear earlier. You can't pick the same song with a different artist, but I don't think any. I don't think we're gonna do that on here. Um, but yeah, if if he's not singing it, I don't think it's the same. So you got to get him singing it. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. His his version's the the most yeah. iconic, most classic. All right, I'm about to choose mine and um, the greatest song, Christmas song. Uh. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Dreaming of a wife. Is this the Drifters? <laughs> this is the Drifters. You oh, already know. Oh, oh, I'm dreaming. So, so let me get this straight, though. That's your favorite Christmas song, and it's 100% connected to Home Alone. It is. But Home, but Home Alone wasn't your favorite Christmas movie. No, but that's still a song. I think it's on some type of Christmas album for the Drifters, right? Yeah. I hope. Yeah. I don't know. No doubt. The it, Drifters it was, version of that, I think, was actually like voted one of the top three pop, most popular uh, Christmas songs, White Christmas. Not, I think Nat King Cole's the original. Oh. Or not. Gosh, well, I keep getting it, mixed up. Bing Crosby. Yeah. I think Bing Crosby was the Bing, original. Bing Crosby. Yeah. And I that keep version with the Drifters, <clears throat> it was probably out 20 years before Home Alone. So I'll oh, pull a okay. little age here on you so that was at a lot a lot of years before home alone all right so i i, I go with the drifters so g's got home alone one he's got uh the christmas song i have um the santa claus with tim allen and uh white christmas the drifters jaybird has uh as his movie um charlie brown christmas TV? and so jaybird tell us tell us your christmas song well, I, I've kind of I'm kind of torn between two because I kind of think along the lines of like a, a popular Christmas song, like a contemporary Christmas song, uh, versus like a hymn type Christmas song. And so my my favorite hymn type Christmas song. Oh, see, see, G, he's 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 gonna make us sound bad. He's taking a hymn. Well, he's, he's gonna make us look like bad. No, 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 no. Dirty dog. But dad, Dad's favorite one is uh. Christmas is here. No, no, no. That's not what I, I mean. That That's not what I mean by contemporary. I actually, my, my favorite Christmas song of all time, hymn or contemporary, is Silent Night. And there's a there's a line in there that I just love. Uh, and of course, everybody knows Silent Night, but on, on one of the, the verses, Silent Night, Holy Night, Son of God, Love's Pure Light, Radiant Beams from Thy Holy Face. And here's the line that gets me. With the dawn of redeeming grace. Well, that's what Christmas is all about. 
you know, the Lord was born, Christ was born. That's when grace came on the scene. And so that's my favorite Christmas time of all time. Uh, maybe I, I got a little too serious there for the game category. But if I were to pick a contemporary, it would also be White Christmas. But I'm going with the Bing Crosby version, buddy, not the Drifters. Wait, we just established that. We're just giving you Silent Night. We established you can't take. I don't know if we established that. but Dad's favorite is Silent Night. <laughs> That's right. Cyborg By the Burgess night. family. All right. Well, Jaybird. Jaybird, what did you say, G? You broke up. I said by the Burgess family. Cybalent night. That's right. That is right. Um, so we got Silent Night, Charlie Brown Christmas for Jaybird's categories, or his picks from the categories. I got a. Uh, what did I get? The Santa Claus, the first one, with uh, the song coming along side by side, uh, White Christmas by the Drifters. And G, you got Home Alone, the first one, and you have uh, the Christmas song. Is that right? Chase. Sounds right. Sounds right. Sounds like a winner. If producer man. Stevie was here, he would probably choose, hmm, what do y'all think? Uh, he'd probably choose how the Grinch stole Christmas. Yeah, probably would. I, I think either Stephen the would, Grinch or I think Stephen would probably want to go with Home Alone. But if Home Alone wasn't on on uh, as a choice, if it was already picked, I think he'd probably go with Elf. Oh, he might go with Elf. He seems like that kind of guy. Producer Steve, I know you're going to be listening to this. So now, as far as the oh. as far as the song goes, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. He would go with something by like straight no chaser, no doubt. Yeah, he would go with uh, maybe like uh, last Christmas I gave you my heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He would. That sounds like Steve. <laughs> All right, so we'll just pick Stevie's for him. So Stevie goes with Elf, and what is that song called? Last Christmas, last Christmas I gave you my heart. The very next day you gave next it away. I don't, I don't it know away. what it's called. Hey. And we're going to so go ahead and vote. Category. Stephen gets last place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Stevie, I think you lost this one. Um, but if you are listening to this, let us know who you think won. Or let us know what you would have taken with the categories, the Christmas movie and a Christmas song. Let us know what you think uh, is the best Christmas movie of all time and the best Christmas song of all time. I don't know, G. I'm thinking I'm – thinking Steven might have went with Felice Navidad now that I think about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, that guy's made yeah. tons of money off that song. <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. And so let us know, uh, like I mentioned, what you think. I think I got a pretty good lineup like always, um, but I'm, I'm sure Jaybird and, and G would say the same. And so, um, yeah, so that was our Christmas song slash Christmas movie draft night. We like doing these drafts because it's fun. And so – Anyways, let's. Uh, we got anything else on, on the on the table? I think we're about to to wrap it up, end it up here. Um, I'll throw this at you guys before we let G um, and Jaybird uh, share some last thoughts with you guys. Our social media. If you go on Facebook, we are at Teamwork Missions. If you go on Instagram, we are at Teamwork Missions. But if you go on Twitter, we are at Capital T Capital W Lowercase Missions. So we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our uh, website is teamworkmissions.com. 
you need to reach us, reach out to us. We got an email as well. Teamworkcommissions at gmail.com. Um, got anything else we want to share with them before we head off? I'll say, uh, Caleb, go ahead and, uh, man, if you hadn't checked out our website lately, get on there, check out our, our summer destination for mission trips. Uh, lots of changes on there, lots of new things, lots of exciting things going on here at Teamwork Missions. Man, the, the beautiful thing about Christmas, we get to celebrate, and then comes New Year. And man, there's no better time than, than by the New Year to make your preparations for, for pastors, youth pastors, to get those summer trips, summer mission trips uh, booked and, and pick out where you want to go serve, where you want to be the hands of Jesus Christ this coming summer. So if you've not done that, if you've not made your reservation yet, not picked a spot, not talked to us, do so soon as spots are filling quickly. Yes, yeah, that's a good thought. Um, if this is your first time listening at Teamwork Missions, uh, one of our main focuses is taking churches, taking school groups, taking individuals on mission trips to serve um, and, and to share the light of Christ, to evangelize what we're called to do, the Great Commission. And so uh, if you're listening and you want to get your church involved, you want to get your youth group involved, if you want to get your school group involved, we would love uh, to partner with you and take you on a mission trip. Uh, good thought, Jaybird. G, anything? No, I think we're good. Remember to pray for us. Yeah, pray for us as we uh, um, continue on in December. Remember, this is a December to remember. We got four weeks. We're about to uh, do our first outreach event of December tomorrow night. We're super excited, and we can't wait to see how the Lord um, just uses the night. And then we got three weeks to follow. And so this is just the beginning. Um, But with that, we're going to sign off. Uh, This is the Teamwork Makes the Dream Work podcast.